Hello, everyone. Welcome to the 52nd episode of BTEC Philosophers. Wow. One year of BTEC. Happy birthday to us. Happy birthday. Happy birthday <laughs> to BTEC. Happy birthday. Don't you think like the black version of the song is like so much better? It is. It's, a lot it's just better. like, do you know when you sing like happy, happy birthday, birthday, you just feel like you have to Very just sit there and you, or it's like happy birthday. Wasn't that song for yeah. Nelson Mandela? No, I think uh, maybe Stevie Wonder wrote it. I, so, I just made that up, but I feel like that song was for. Ne- Someone might have sung it to Nelson Mandela, that version. Oh. But uh, no, I just love that version. Happy. Who would have thought uh, it, that, man? W- that would be really weird if I. Let me make it. I want to Google this because I feel like that song was for. I swear. What would you Google? Happy birthday, Mandela. <laughs> Happy birthday. Yeah, that's exactly what I'll do. Do you know the, they're both copyrighted, I think, as well? Yeah. You can't you use can't, them? Yeah, you can't use them on TV shows or movies and stuff. Even that, I was at TGI Fridays uh, on Friday, and someone was uh, singing, like, another, like, happy birthday. Even song. in a shot, you know. Apparently. What, I'm pretty sure I've heard somebody sing happy birthday in a TV show. That's what, in the TV show, well, they have to pay for the copyright. Wow. Money? A lot of money? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. I do, someone I do. wrote it. Someone actually Happy was an birth. artist. Yeah, yeah. I, I do think I have just made... This song's been your one-hit wonder. <laughs> I mean, no, it's the most profitable song yeah, of all yeah, time. Yeah. I think I have just made that up out of nowhere. I've had a bit of a Mandela effect in yeah, it. I, mean, I have just believed that song was made for Nelson Mandela. Specifically for him. <laughs> and it would involve... I don't know why that would... Be just yeah. it, like <laughs> they, when they wrote your song. Is it about the pain and suffering and how I've led a nation to freedom? No, it's yeah, about your birthday. birthday. Yeah, yeah. Birthday. it's about a thing that happens to everyone <laughs> once a year. That's it. That copyright thing is interesting because I, I heard that Winnie the Pooh. That's out of copyright now. Like, you can it's use out it. of copyright. Really? Yeah, yeah, you can you can do what you want to Winnie the Pooh. So like, what does that mean? Like certain things. So like, because I don't understand why they couldn't renew that. Why can't they just renew what? Because it. I oh wait. Anything that's a hundred years old, it's anything that's a hundred years old. I think it's just public use. Oh, really? so I think it is Disney. Think so yeah. They own the version with the red top. But if you draw them naked. Yeah, or like, cause they they own pig like Piglet, Eeyore, all of that. So you can't use that. But Winnie the Pooh, if you're not making them like the Disney version, you can use them. Isn't that like it with anything though? If it's like far enough from, you remember. Remember there was Pokemon, so then there was Digimon, and mm. then you had all these different. I'm not a lawyer. I mean, <laughs> but like there's parody law, because that's why SNL get away with it. Can use the direct reference to something, because like it's like we're we're clearly just doing bants. Yeah. Bants of law. So you know, but what a great way to start the uh, the first the year. First year. What's your What's your reflections on the first year of BTEC, Kelly? Oh, it's fucking long, isn't it? Yeah, it man, is. Come <laughs> <laughs> to Voxel every year, man. It is. I, I, love, I love doing this podcast. Yeah. Everything else around it. Oh my god. Oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> Booking a podcast. Man. Having to tell you cunts to sign up to the Patreon, <laughs> which some of you do. The rest of you just fucking sign up. Yeah. <laughs> just sign up. Please. Jesus Christ. Please. I don't do we don't do adverts on it. No. We don't beg. We just sort of leave you to it. And then I listen to have a word. And they do these fantastic adverts. And I'm like, that's how you do it. And instead I'm like, no, I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna trust the audience. And you you scum. Fuck. You don't sign up. Have a word of twenty thousand patrons, but they like Ooh. will campaign like they have one. Like that's their that's their work ethic. Bro, they have a proper work ethic. We don't have that, man. We do have a work ethic, but it's just you've got a car. Oh, it's just, I, 
uh, fucking, uh, I'm in a mood. It's, it's been, a, it's been, a, I'd say it's been a good year. I've loved doing it. It's a lot I've, of fun. It's been really enjoyable, you know. Me, and we do appreciate everyone who does listen to get this. To hang out with my, my my friend, yeah, Lucas, and Lucas, my who's, friend. who's in yeah. front of the the camera today. Yes, very exciting. Yeah, but we haven't due had... to due to pure admin issues, right? Yeah. <laughs> but it was overdue, man. People get to see his face. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. If I remember to put this up on YouTube, <laughs> there's Lucas. But um. What all we need like is to actually get philosophers on. Yes. Uh, uh, that's like academics in the, into the second year actually get people we can have uh, teacher stuff and debates. Oh, of course. You know what I mean. What are we gonna debate about with actual academics? And we're not I, gonna I, win. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. It's not about the winning. It's probably more about the spectacle. Yeah, I think I reckon I could take on. Have you ever been in like a debate? I was in the debate team in uh, my school. We got yeah. we did really well. We were one of the only uh, state schools to get asked to Oxford. Cause really? We were, like, you went over to Oxford. Yeah, yeah. What did you guys debate over there? Yeah, you got get. Uh, it's weird. You get given a subject matter, and you kind of one team's for, one team's against. So you might disagree with it, but that's actually a really good angle to start from because you then know the counterpoint. So mm. you you're allowed what's called point of information. So say you're giving. So you you'd have your opener, your person who goes second third and then your person would write conclusion and my mate lewis would be was a wicked conclusion writer so they basically sum up all the other points but then go through the other team stuff and be like here's why you're a dickhead and that's that's kind of what you do and yeah. you have like point of information so you might someone might get up during your thing and go point of information and give a rebuttal about something you've said mm -hmm. now you can choose to accept it or not so you could say something that's false or you know that's a weak argument and not take a point of information on it. Say something that's quite strong, get a point of information and take it because you know you can beat what they're about to say. Mm. So it's like, it's quite, it is interesting. Oh, Do you know what I don't it's like? It's a lot of fun. Modern society. Uh, if everyone acts like devil's advocate is a bad thing, it's like, oh, don't be a devil's advocate. Like, it's like sometimes you need that. I think it's good to like actively argue the other point mm. sometimes just to step in those shoes. I don't think it is. You don't think. He never left the game. He never left. He never left. Might be having his ass kicked by an edible, but he's still there. I got to stop taking edibles. Just early in the morning, man. But um, his cereal. Yeah, right. It's not good. I can't. I can't get high on on the pod, man. I think that was one of our first episodes. That was our second ever episode. I got I got high on the pod, and you you were talking a lot. And I was agreeing, but just in my head. <laughs> I'd go. I think mean, that was when we had our most viral clip yeah. as well. And they like everyone comments like the other guys are spoiled small. I'm like, nope, he just wasn't there. I, was just, I had that locked in syndrome, man. I'm fucking I fucking know. Yeah, I, I like being lightly dosed on edibles every now and then when I come in here. Mm. But there have been times where I've come in and I am too fucking high. Well, this comes in when our times I don't. Yeah, you were just like, yeah. Well, there's times I come in and I'm too caffeined up and don't let anyone get a word in. I've been, I've been microdosing recently, man. Them little um, acid tabs. Yeah. Really? You know I mean, I think they might just. How's that? Be stamps. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, don't like that. I don't. I've, I've not had any. <laughs> they're, they're old stamps, so the glue's expired. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've not felt really anything at all, and yeah, but and I also had, like before that, I, I bought um, them little mushroom tabs and. Mm. I think that was just vacuum dust. I don't <laughs> think there's anything in there either. So, but. what are the, what's the benefits of that? It's just uh, it's like an antidepressant kind of like it's a mild but I, serotonin like stimulator. Yeah, I, I was told it's just like it's like a almost like a one percent 
boost, uh, like a little. Who, who told you this? Uh, Milo McCabe. There's your first problem, okay, right? That's that's your first issue. So you, some of you may know Milo McCabe as Troy Hawk. Yeah. Uh, you know, a comedian friend of ours. Um, uh, the purple, nicest man in the world. Purple, purple robe, hang, just the shop thing where he gives people confidence and tells them to lift up their shoulders. He's very into the. <laughs> well, more than that. He's more than that. That just uh, sounded like you really hated <laughs> what he <laughs> No, no, great. I've never seen someone cut through <laughs> someone's work. I'm so. just giving the basics. There's just a step by. The it's very bullet, good. Well, amazing, amazing comic, amazing comic. But like, he's very into the psychedelics and whatnot. So he, he yeah, put I'm, me on to. I wouldn't say he's necessarily exactly. He's got a very open mind, Milo. Um, he's very into like work, finding out why he thinks certain way or behavior. He's very, he's very a therapist. Yeah, very interesting man. But he uh, almost always has LSD on him. Does he? I feel like every time I see him, he's like got a little sign. Yeah. Maybe we shouldn't be saying he has class A uh, drugs on him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Police officer comes yeah. over. Just lift up your shoulders. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Hello, officer. You have, the, you have the handcuffs of a man who's about to... What are you doing? Wait, wait, wait. Oh, I just pulled my back. What the fuck? Doing a little I really fuck my Oh, you're getting old, bro. Yeah, bro. But, um, no, so I, I've been taking those. and I, But I don't want, like, a massive thing. Any, I don't think I want a massive, like, oh, shit, I'm tripping. I just want, like, a little something. What are you searching for in life, man? That's a good question. That's what we've been asking ourselves over 52 episodes. Mm, what oh, are you I looking for? I haven't found out, but we'll get there. We'll get, well, and, that's, that's and, and about 28 Patreon episodes about that are up on the Patreon. Wow. Sign up. We've been banging them out. But um, what? I don't know. What is anyone searching for? Just a, a, a sense of deeper meaning and connection to the, to the, to the universe. Self-actualization. Yeah, That's yeah. the top of the... You know, the Maslow. Maslow's I, I don't like that you've come on this side and suddenly start dropping philosophy. <laughs> I don't like it. Yeah, I did my research. <laughs> <laughs> we were, I was talking about it on another uh, podcast. Oh, right. Oh, where are you now? Another podcast okay. I was doing, TVI. You know, you've been on TVI. Right, yeah. Well. We were talking about the, the hierarchy of needs and Julian was like, yeah, it's pum pum. <laughs> Funny, man. I think I just want to sit courtside an NBA game like Jay-Z on this side. Do you know what I mean? And Denzel on this side. Let me tell you exactly what's going to happen. Like, <laughs> that happen. They're going like, to turn to someone like eight rows back and be like, yo, man, do you want to sit courtside? Do you want to sit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's Jay-Z swapping for me? And that person will sit there and like after eight minutes of just trying to watch LeBron dunk, they're going to be sat there with, with you just being like, yeah, I mean... It's mad how they're all wearing trainers to promote a brand because <laughs> that provides a level of security to our lives and we put these things in the things that don't really matter. How, you, do, how you doing, Jason? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. How you doing? You know he's going to be, Michael, we better over familiar with his eyes. Yeah. Because, uh, what was it? You know, yeah, you know that we sit there for a minute, Jason will be like, sup, man? And Michael will be like, What's it like having an album made about you and your infidelity? <laughs> <laughs> We're like, who the fuck is this guy? I, don't, I really want to ask Jay Z those questions, man. What, I don't even fucking give a fuck about basketball. What, what, what would he? What would he? What would you ask Jay Z? Hmm. He. I just want to ask him about like life and career. Because ever seen that thing where it's like fifty thousand pounds at dinner with Jay Z? Yeah, it's five hundred thousand. Five hundred. Yeah. Okay, I would take five hundred. Uh, even if you're off to fifty grand or, or dinner with Jay Z. I feel like Jay-Z is such a, like, capitalist. I'll go to dinner and be like, you should just take the money. And then I'll leave. And that would be the dinner. Hover. Put the Rockefeller in the air. Uh, uh, I, think, I think there's this thing where people really think that 
there's like secrets to how people make it and stuff and there is and it's like hard work and stuff but there's also a lot of luck and i think some people can't get their heads around that yeah also like it, it, like i don't think billionaires are that smart i think they're smart don't get me wrong yeah. i just don't think they're like they're like oh the they must be the top of society in terms of intelligence and mm. you know, sometimes you just made a thing and you know now people work for you and they keep generating money for that thing you don't actually really have to do anything yeah past a certain point TikTok's really highlighted how like most of society is just full of retards. Yeah, like it really has. Mm. Welcome to this side of the table, yeah, son. No. You're now, you're now, <laughs> you're now gonna, side. <laughs> yeah, you're now gonna get, you're now gonna get that clip pulled up in a few years <laughs> when you arrive there. So what did you mean when you said <laughs> yeah, yeah, Elon Musk is sat there and didn't challenge what I just said? I think um, I said yeah way too quick actually. Yeah, yeah. I was like yeah. What do you, what do you mean? Like, do you ever just look through it and it's just full of fucking. It, you see people, the base level of society, just commenting. Uh, Carl Humphreys and Daniel Sloss have a great term for these kind of people, like muggles. They just lack a bit of magic. Mm. Yeah, they, they, just whatever there is, they're just like, oh my god, yeah. They, there's no thought process within, and and there's this kind of thing in society. I don't really know how to describe them. They just. Uh, like they will just go, oh my God, I'd, like fucking people who love Molly May. Mm. Like God bless her, all the power to her. Mm. But there's people who are genuinely out there who are obsessed with Molly May. But you're uh, obsessed with Wilfred Zahar. Isn't it the same thing? No, because Wilfred Zahar has a talent. Wilfred Zahar, I can go, I enjoy football. Football's a big part of society. It's a community-based thing. Wilfred Zaha comes from Fulton Heath. He plays football for a football team he doesn't really want to play for, it seems. And Five years longer than he wanted to be, yeah. And and he's the best player I've ever seen play for Crystal Palace. Yeah. He's incredible. Yeah. Now, Molly May went on Love Island. Now, I'm not saying Love Island hasn't got any value, because I like Love Island. It doesn't have value, though. I, it does add value. It did have value at one point. Oh, it's, what? You don't think so? What's well, the value? Let me, uh, right, old, let me finish your point. Let me yeah, sorry. So, no, no, no. Counter it, for sure. But, like, old Love Island, people who sneer at Love Island, w w and watching it, ironically, is the same as watching it. People who sneer at Love Island are fucking imbeciles. Love Island was great, because you'd get people who would go on it who were the best looking person in their town. They'll be like the best looking person. In Huddersfield. In, yeah, in Huddersfield or somewhere like that. Suddenly they go in a villa, everyone's a 10, and they'd realize they haven't got a personality. They haven't actually got anything about them other than they fuck girls or boys speak to them. Mm. That's that's all that they've got. So they'll either reevaluate and work on themselves a little bit while in there and go on a journey, or they'll crumble and then kill themselves. What a show! <laughs> what a show! Or you get a Boohoo Man deal. Yes, yeah. that, do you know how much Love Island, right? Love Island is like the Coliseum. Right. It is like the Coliseum. It is either glory, you're gonna be over on the, you're gonna be on every advert for Pretty Little Thing, on the side of the tube, you're there, it, incredible people, your Insta followers go up, which we put so much value in, or it's death. But those are the two. Those are the two options from Love Island. But that was you modern, that's modern day Love Island now, where everyone's going in with a plan. That's why it sucks plan. now. Yeah, but you think about it. Back in the day, it was like you get to go and be the guest at Prison Nightclub Leeds on Wednesday. It was all there. Yeah. But if you fuck it up, you're, gonna... you're jumping in a river. <laughs> You reckon they kill themselves or someone like ITV executive? Like, <laughs> but there's like a like a CIA plan. <laughs> Imagine if they never killed Jeffrey Epstein. 
Like, why, why, what if it is that they're taking out Love Island contestants and <laughs> to make it look like so? It is suspicious. We're on like four. Yeah, it's a lot. It's suspicious. But if we're talking about like groundbreaking reality TV, then early Big Brother was a better social experiment than whatever Love Island is. Yeah. That that was more interesting to because that would we I don't think we'd ever seen that before in terms of almost this CCTV culture of like watching people just do stuff, not particularly interesting stuff, but just watching people those that that dynamics. That was, I think first Big Brother came out in like nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, that was like the first reality TV. Nasty that now you see that. that that's interesting for me. Love Island that's manipulated. It is now. It you don't even think early days, that's manipulated. I think the early days, when they let them crack on with it, it was good. Mm. And I think you can tell when the arguments are real. But I know people who have like worked with the producers. The producers are in there fucking about all the time. And absolutely now, everyone's going in there for the boo-hoo deal the, to come and influence. So I doubt those relationships are even real mm. uh, on the outside no, world. No, Molly yeah. May and Tommy are it's real, not. I think. My, uh, my cousin was on it a few years ago. What? Do you know that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's your cousin? You were holding on to that information, George, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's your cousin? Georgia Harrison. Do you ever watch her in uh, 2000? And... Yeah, 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 it didn't go well. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> she, she, she Did my family proud. I was, I was going to bring this into very awkward after that. I was going to bring her up. She was the one who said, I'm real all the time, innit? Yeah. Yeah, that's your cousin. Second cousin, but yeah. Oh my God, yeah, no yeah, fucking yeah. way. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. we need you on this side of the camera more often. <laughs> Georgia, Georgia Louise Hammers, Harrison. Yeah, that's her. Yeah, oh. bro. She did not go, she, because her, her lad came, came back from- fuck shit up. Yeah, her lad came back from Casa Ramor mm -hmm. with a new girl after they'd been coupled up and it wasn't really going too well. And God bless her, she was only like 21, 22. Yeah. And she couldn't handle that. The other guy had met like a slightly older woman and had more of a connection. Yeah. And she couldn't deal with it. And she does that thing that young girls do. Yeah. She does that thing that. Oh, what, what, what is this? I'm just, just reading that. Philosophy. Our inner thoughts and feelings control our outer reality. Stop reacting to your outer world and start working on your inner being. This is when you truly see your magic. Set us up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. This is how I talk. Oh, she's talking about eat healthy, get into nature, journal. Oh my God, <laughs> that's good. That's sick. Right, we got a match. Seeing anyone at the moment? I think she's in New York at the moment. Actually, I'm you're going, I'm to, going New to New York. Yeah, oh my set them up. I'll set you the up. The universe brought you to my page, and for that, I am grateful. That's it. That's how I talk. The universe brought you to the page. Luke what? what you mean? The algorithm. <laughs> the algorithm on fucking. What are you on about? The universe. There's an algorithm that's been complexly designed in Silicon Valley for reals. What are you talking? Wow. Yeah, she almost took my second name as well. What Jeffco? Jeffco, yeah. Oh, I thought it was Jeffco. Sorry, but I'm kind of Jeffco. Yeah. Wow, man, bro. Just two two syllables. Sorry. People get it wrong. People get it wrong. So we're talking about Love Island. Oh, I forgot what, what the point we're making. I want to say, what was that like when your cousin's on reality TV? Well, I didn't watch all of it because she does have sex on live TV. Yeah, so that's what I must think for the family. But um, you know, she can we get that up? Yeah, we like, mean that. Lucas's cousin. Lucas's yeah, cousin getting. Lucas's Lucas's hawk at night. That's family. I'm joking. At least don't invite her to Christmas anymore. Don't talk about my wife like that. Because it might just ju jump in me on the year episode of the podcast. It's all going so well. I come out here with broken arms. Black eyes. <laughs> 
<laughs> this is no. going in our joint journal, me and George's journal. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that must be really weird. It was, yeah. She was on uh, she was on Towie though when she was younger as well. Like really? she was yeah, she was always gonna be gonna do that. She got expelled from uh school when but she you, was you got quite young. Famous dad. Isn't it the same thing? Wasn't it weird watching your dad in your formative years on television? It's not the same. Outcomes. Is it reality because he TV. wasn't having sex on TV. Yeah, reality. It was weird. I, I never really, <clears throat> I never really gave it. I gave it a lot of attention, but I never got the. I don't know. It's a part of my life I've never really explored. Did you see now. him as like your dad first? Yeah, that's TV, the thing. Yeah. Like you'd see it as your cousin, not. You know, I don't know how close you are with your. I mean, cousin. Yeah, not 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 particularly close. So it was weird seeing her. Yeah, so that's why you're talking shit on a podcast because it's not like you're ever gonna really get back. Zero Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. But I want to do a bit about it as well. Yeah, do it. That'd be really. That's a really fun. Do you just got to fucking say goodbye to your relationship <laughs> with her, man? Like, I'll be honest with you. You've just got to say. There's like family members I want to talk about. I want to talk about my uh, borderline personality disorder, mum on stage. But I'm not quite financially secure enough. <laughs> would that would that cause issues? Hundred percent, yeah, hundred percent. What do we... I've I've got the green light on the ending of the Edinburgh show to talk about, but I had to run it by her about uh, a, a, a suicide in the family. Do you do you think like we as artists who talk about our life, do we have a responsibility to tell people before we mention them? I think it's polite, but I also think like it's funnier if you just do it. Yeah, it, it's, it's the problem is depends how freely you want to speak. Like you'd probably you'll probably get to a point where you're more confident to speak about it. I guess would be like like with me, I'm probably not wholly confident to speak about that yet. Yeah, it's worse if it's like a shit joke as well. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, you're, you're out in someone's business and like it's not a good bit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, mm. I, yeah. Cause I never obviously. I wonder what it'd be like to be on the receiving end of a joke I know is about me, and like everyone's cracking up. I'm like, oh. I've had that. Really? Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, fuck, I don't know if I, yeah, fuck, it's the year birthday, I'll tell this story. <laughs> I, I was hooking up with this comic years ago, right? Mm -hmm. Big age gap okay. in, in her favor. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Let's make that very clear. Comedy for kids, I've <laughs> <laughs> She has so much potential. You shall see what you see. It's going to be great. I shout out, giving out my Insta at, at Comedy for Kids. I'm getting like the requests. Four year olds. <laughs> Tom Bin's out here. <laughs> and then. Uh, uh, and what's his name? That new one has come out, that TikTok comic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Comedian pedos, man. Sorry. What the fuck? Well, what came first? The pedophile or the comedian? I don't know. And uh, the. So yeah, so we were like hooking up. Now let me just say about this. They're, they're a cool person and I wish them all the best. I try to keep them at a bit distance in my life. I think when people are in their mid thirties and I've learned this now and they don't have their life sorted out, they're just like that. You just got to fucking mm. plow on with life and just accept that if you let that craziness into your life, you deserve every, re you, let, you let them in, you know what they're like. Mm. So you know, the warning signs are there, they're in their mid thirties and they're, you know, banging like 21, 22 year old me. Uh, I ended up in a routine about theirs that wasn't quite how it happened. About like, and then they also went round to all my mates and were like, "Oh, you know, he's really shit at kissing and stuff," which is a weird thing to do. Mm. So I wasn't great for the self-esteem. And then 
my, one of my, my mates will rip me for it. And then one of them, like, Carl Humphreys was like to me, like, I had a word with me one day where he's like, just so you know, man, that's really fucked up what you've just been through. And I was like, what? He was going, you've just, if that was the other way around, if a man, if a male comic, there was like this sort of big age gap, mm. like I'm talking over 12 plus years. Mm. I want to make it, you know, let people speculate who it is. Uh, if there was that in, a, in, in the other way around, that they're actually higher up the chain of command in comedy and all of that. And then went, oh, and did a routine about you and like the sex life and then did a routine. Oh, and then told everyone you were shit at kissing that I've held to pay. Yeah. But it, cause you're a guy, it just, it doesn't matter. I'm not saying it should matter as a guy, I can deal I with think it. It does matter. <clears throat> I can deal with it yeah. as a guy, Yeah. but it's not, you know, it wasn't nice. But at the same time, like, you're dealing with comedians and you're dealing with people in the arts and people who aren't very headstrong. Sorry, the reason my voice is croaky isn't because I'm tearing up, it's because <laughs> of this fucking cold. <coughs> um, yeah. uh, I think hey, some trauma today. today yeah, <laughs> hey, I might have been abused, but I'm not a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Myself. <laughs> the, yeah, so. I think as a guy, you just got to kind of like, uh, that, that's the, he makes a piece of himself, deals with the pain of being a man. Mm. You know? Did you, were you not tempted to write a bit back? Nah, I'm just going to be a better comedian than him. And I am. Like, I, fuck, that, that should be your attitude. Yeah. Just, you get on, get on with this shit and get on with your life. And I hold no ill will against them. Yeah. I've seen them, they're a lovely person. Uh, they, you know, I wish them all the best, but. Every, every, whenever you meet someone in every relationship they've been in, there's turmoil and chaos. You, I, you, that's not good. Mm. And that's clearly a human being who needs to work on themselves in a certain area and isn't. So I think, you know, that's my new things like in life is like, just try to work on yourself a little bit and try try to be better than you were yesterday. Do you think like, what what, do you think you can get to a point where you are st stuck in stone as like, if you're a certain way by 35, like that, that's you, really. I like to think, I'm 27, I like to think I still got a lot of space to grow and develop. But I, I, am I like, like, are the core parts of myself kind of already like there? What do you want to develop? Um, Physically, I, your brain has stopped developing. Mm. Like, is that but, a fact? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like your frontal right. cortex is finally mm. coming so in. So what does that mean though? Your decision-making and rationale. I've noticed that the last few years, my decision-making and rationale, just being more rational is so much better. Right, yeah. I think, I mean, in I, terms of my relationship, the way I first started with Darcy when I was 23, the way I used to behave compared to now mm -hmm. is so fucking different. Mm -hmm. So fucking different. I think my, my, my empathy is, but, but like, was that stuff that you've worked on yeah. actively or is it just like, oh, just look at me now. I didn't even notice. Yeah, it's stuff I've worked on, but it's come easier with age and maturity. Mm. 23 is a b bizarre age. Yeah. You're an adult, but you're not really. Yeah. The same, the same as like maybe even in mid-20s. Yeah. Especially doing this job, I think. Do you know what I mean? Uh, I don't know what I need or I want to work on. I just feel like, like you said, just always trying to actively get better. But then how much am I fighting against who I am already? But I, I don't know what you necessarily want to work on. Um, I think just probably assertiveness, mm. you know, having better decision making. But that's really difficult assertiveness. I had, mm. to, I had to be a bit assertive this weekend, like with something. Mm -hmm. And uh, w w no, mm. but it was like, a, it was just like someone was uh, was bothering me at a gig. Mm -hmm. I had oh, to be yeah. a little bit like, no. Yeah. Um, 
<clears throat> like, please leave me alone. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's really hard because you have this inherent need. I well, sorry, you, I have this inherent need to be liked. Mm -hmm. So then I feel like by doing that, they're gonna go away and tell people not to like me. Mm. So then I'm gonna suffer through this thing that bothers me mm. on the basis of my own thing that I, I might not be liked by people. Mm -hmm. But as I get older, a little bit of me is like, well, fuck it, they don't like you then. Mm -hmm. That's part of life. You can't get everyone to like you. Mm. What What would you say, question for both of you, what would you say is a key part of your personality that is set in stone and you're happy for it to be set? Oh, the racism. <laughs> <laughs> We can't change that. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I was going to say the exact same thing. So Straight up. That's the quiet. It's cutting my core. Second mic tries to get sincere. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I love about this podcast. Yeah, yeah. There's some of the most sincere <laughs> chat ever. Really like lads opening up with each other. People might, I always think people must be listening like, well, what, what if I were emotionally developed young boys? <laughs> and then they hear that. I think people, like, they have a different idea of us based on our clips. Yeah. Based on mm. what the pod is. But, you know, that's our own fault. We yeah, actually that is, clips. Yeah. And, uh, and we say those things. You know, yeah. So. And they're also like, so many of you have uh, Sorry, let's let's get back to your question because we're staying clear for something interesting. Uh, no, but yeah, I was questioning to you two. What, like, the core things you're like, this is set in stone. I'm happy for this to be, these are the core parts of my being. And I'm happy for it to be there. Like, is it particularly generous or, you know, open-mindedness or? Being open-minded would be my thing. Mm -hmm. I like hearing other opinions and yeah. different things. I say things. that about you, yeah. And I'm, I, I've, I noticed within life, there's, are they playing fucking music loudly again? No, oh no. It's just a fun noise. Oh, right. Um, <laughs> I'm open-minded. <laughs> oh, they oh, fucking. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck down them. there. <laughs> open them. <up. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh no, they are playing oh, music now. Playing a, a hip hop. Can we get them again? To, uh, Do you know what's interesting? It's like because there's no one here. Like the time we're recording, there's no one to play <laughs> music oh. to. So I, but they play it so loud. It's every fucking week, man. Jesus Christ. And who is this? I'm, quite, I'm trying to find out who this is. It's like... It's Britney Spears. Is it, every, is it blue? blue? Uh, I no. it's Britney Spears. Yeah. Every, time. every fucking time. You're just like, we're doing <laughs> a... Someone more yeah. that well. <laughs> <laughs> We're just doing a fucking podcast. Can you just... Can someone here just do their fucking job? Like, <laughs> can someone just do it? Can they not <laughs> harass the comedians on the way in? Can they let the podcast be recorded? Can it just can it just happen yeah. one week? You know, you know, people will record. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I, don't get it. I know. They knew we were about to open up. Yeah. <laughs> oh. like, I understand it. You know, what I mean, I get it. It's a place of business and trying to make money, but but there's no one here. There's no one here right at this time of the day. For you to, it's Monday morning, and, and I don't want to be like the cunt who goes out. Did, does it? Uh, yeah, I, I know we talk about assertiveness and stuff and that, but I, I want to just go, guys. We're just trying to make something for the people. I really like this podcast. People listen to it. We've been mm. doing it for a year. Mm. I don't want to. If they have a shit time because we're shit, then that's a different thing. Yeah, but like, can they just listen to it without? The twelve forty seven, to fucking Basingstoke going by, <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey man, I one day we'll get on. Place. Yeah, thank you, thank you so Thanks, much. John. One day we'll get on. Sorry, place. sorry. I look, look. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh no, no, that's fine. That's fine. Um, but yeah, as sorry, as you were saying, open-mindedness. For I, yeah, my open-mindedness. Yeah. No, but I do notice with a lot of people nowadays that they they write someone off very quickly. Mm, I try not to do that. I, I try and maintain a, a curiosity about people. I mean, that's probably why I stuck with my driving instructor for as long as I did. Um, <laughs> you would say wildest conspiracy theories. Such right. as? <laughs> well, Earth was flat was kind of on the more liberal side. Yeah, he was. I feel like as a driving instructor, you can't have that. Actually, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel like... <laughs> <laughs> Don't need to worry about decelerating and going downhill because it's all flat. You're fine, yeah. <laughs> what, what, what was the more conservative? Well, he was like mad, like biblical... So he thought the apocalypse was coming and everyone needed to repent and <laughs> do, do you know what I mean? And then if you go into third. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like, yeah, he was like, oh yeah, the world's probably going to end in a year. And I was living for 18 months. So I was like, I think mm-hmm. time is off for her. But, um, I haven't been in relationships that long. <laughs> you were in a toxic relationship. <laughs> but like there, there was a genuine part. I was like, I, I kind of was there. Like I kind of want to explore. Where he's got, because I think your natural thing is like, oh, I don't want to entertain yeah. this. I want to close off. I even want to leave and go to a different instructor. But it's like, I, my thing was like, how often am I going to get to talk to a person with genuine crazy ideas on, on the world and stuff? Also, does it matter what your driving instructor thinks? They're there to teach you how to drive. Who exactly. gives a fuck if they thought the Holocaust didn't happen? Exactly. <laughs> it's not, it's but like, like, does that actually matter? Like, and I'm using that as an example, but I'm generally quite serious. Like, all right, they might be a lunatic. Yeah. Are they doing their job well? You don't believe that. Yeah. They still have to earn a living. Yeah. So they're a driving instructor. Yeah. They're not running for parliament. Yeah. Did they ever think the Holocaust was a lie? Yeah, I don't think he was a big fan of the Jews. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> that I'm means not, there not, was some... Uh, the way Mike's like just slightly skirting <laughs> around what he's exactly said. Uh, there, there was some stuff where, like, maybe I should have disagreed harder. But I'll put it that way. He's so good at parallel uh, parking. <laughs> what, what was, like, the wildest shit he said? Go on. We're just talking about, like, racism in that. Like, he, he was like, oh, yeah, slavery, that, that was on black people. <laughs> that was like, you guys should have. He was like, because black people were the original Jews. That's what he thinks. So it's like, we were being punished with slavery right um because because we didn't because we what's the word we forsaken god or something because they were jewish yeah this guy is gunning after every but that's i couldn't pinpoint him because that's like some black israelite mm. shit i was like oh this is uh, this is fat. well so this guy is teaching like 16 year olds <laughs> to drive yeah yeah to be allowed in the car. yeah no, just a white kid yeah, now turning up in a bow tie <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> caught in farrakhan for some reason this know? guy shouldn't was he white yeah white dude yeah what the fuck yeah real real uh real curious dude and he he was so oh, he what? wait he thought slavery happened to black people was punishment yeah which is like mistaken. a black israelite talking point in terms of but has he got that thing of like the does mormons believe something similar like that black people were a, a tribe who then got cursed and yeah cursed people yeah where yeah. their punishment was to become like, so it's almost like it's like when someone holds on to an old where you know a lot of this stuff comes from old school religious text mm. where it's like you know there was the great bits of religion of religious text where it's like hey love your neighbor mm-hmm. be kind to each other but it was also if you think Opinions thirty years ago were outdated. You were one two, piece of two thousand years ago, it was there was no political correctness. Yeah, there was. It was straight. 
It was just straight up. Yeah, no, no, no. But these people's babies should be <laughs> drowned. Like there was no. Yeah. You know, back at that time. So I guess if someone continues, how did you get someone out of that fault? But why? Why? Also, why would I? Why do I need to? It's not your job. Yeah. Why? It's not anyone's job. Why? Why can't he just have these? I dudes? think it's someone's job. <laughs> <laughs> I think we. I don't. I don't want. I don't really like that. I'm living in the same city as this guy. He drives <laughs> his car. He thinks the world is ending in two years. Why do you need to change his mind? Do you think he's mentally ill, or do you think that? Do you, do you think it's fair to call these opinions mental illness? Well, I only really like got to like he was thinking like this like three or four months in. So if you didn't know that, you just think he's just some some dude who drives a car. That made me think like there's a lot of people who hold like views, but you don't really know until you get to know him. Do you think there was something up with him before he started sharing the views? No, I just thought he was like old school, opinionated East London geezer. Just like, oh, we just think the four four two was the best formation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, my first red, he didn't like football. That was my first Ooh, really? red flag. I was like, Ooh. oh, East London guy, I don't like Ooh, football. Okay. Like, what do you like? It turns out, you know. That, but uh, yeah, but nah, man. But then, but he was in some ways kind of a cool guy. Like, like we used to have jokes in that. So it's like that taught me like people are complex. Yeah, you know what I mean. You can't just judge someone on one level because you put that guy on paper. I'm like, oh fucking, you know what I mean. I'm probably not gonna be best friends. Mm -hmm. But it was like you know, he did have some charm to him and did ha did have interesting chats and stuff. So. You try. I try and not to judge people too much on a on a black or white uh, scale. Well, actually, not the black according to him. <laughs> but you know. But yeah, you're right. People are complicated, and good people do bad things, and bad people do good things, and that's one of the difficult things within life. And you know, I think we well, we have to interact with all of these people. You know what I mean? You can't just you know separate them. So I do. You right, here's like a little moral dilemma, right? We've all done comedy. Lots of people come to see us. It's very, very likely that someone who's come to see us has like committed an incredibly awful, violent act to someone randomly or something like mm -hmm. being a lunatic, attack someone yeah. on the street, something like that, right? We've made that person laugh. Mm -hmm. We've brought them joy. Well, that's you know, that's mad. That's mad if you start thinking like that. Like, I wonder how many, how many paedophiles do you reckon you've played to? How many like harboring those views? Probably just in the green room, you know. You <laughs> <laughs> have to get on stage. Right? <laughs> yeah. Like, how many? How many? How many drunk drivers who drove away after the accident do you reckon you've played to? Yeah, man. You know, everyone's got the, the, them, them skeletons in the in the, in the closet. But then, what were we supposed to do with that information? Oh, I wish I wish there was worth finding it out for the audience. Imagine yeah. the fun you'd have in that. Fuck what they do. Yeah. Imagine you had like the psychic ability to be like, oh my god, oh my, oh my word, this mother left her baby in the, in the, in the woods, <laughs> and then she starts mouthing up during your set, and you're like, yeah, well at least I didn't kill my kid. <laughs> would you do crowd work with like someone and say, oh yeah, manslaughter? I was in prison for a bit. I would love to be. I'm the wrong person. Yeah. Um. I would love. You wouldn't leave that. You'd be like, oh, I'm not gonna touch that. You'd be like, how good's your lawyer, man? Like, how do you get it down to manslaughter? I want to find this out. I'd be fascinated by that. Ah, if I ever killed someone accidentally on purpose, I feel so bad. Oh god, yeah. You just gotta live with that. You gotta like on your Go to a comedy show. Oh my gosh, no. But like, imagine that. Like, you just like punch someone, and then they hit their head in the pavement, 
you know, because you're always talking about like how dangerous fights are. Yeah, Some, that a lot happens of people a lot. Just get into a random fight and you just think, ah, oh, I'm going to do this, punch. Mm. And then, you know, now they're dead. And then how you live with yourself. Yeah, God, man. And those people need redemption, don't they? Well, I, I, I'm sure a lot of people don't feel bad about it because maybe the mind's so complicated. They, they run and you tell yourself lies and yeah. you tell yourself lies and stuff and tell yourself, you know, alternate your reality so it comes easier to deal with. Things like that must be so complicated, like, you know. But yeah, they deserve, do they deserve forgiveness, you know, for that? If you haven't do, done... Do, is it important to, like, if you forgive yourself before somebody has forgiven you, is that okay? I guess, I guess it's okay. And it depends on where you determine the value of the forgiveness like from the other person. Like if you kill somebody's son, so I'm just yeah. going to adjust my pants. If you kill somebody's son and the mother hasn't forgiven you yet, Right. What, what, right. What, what, what are we doing here? Are we having a deep discussion or are you getting your cock out? What's I'm the... getting my... <laughs> just my what, what are we doing? Just, like, just choose, pick a line. <laughs> I'm down for either one. So if you knew a murderer... <laughs> I say you kill someone's son, the mother hasn't forgiven you, but you've been inside for, you know, you got, you're doing life. Why did I kill the son? I don't know, street fight. Okay. All right, you're, you're doing life. I'm going to get a teardrop tattoo. <laughs> In his memory. In his memory. Okay, but like, are you supposed to be tormented? Your whole, I mean, her forgiveness would sort of complete you. Mm. But, you know, you you gotta live. You gotta keep living. Yeah, it's a really difficult one, and you know, I I think, I think it's a really difficult subject to find what what you know what is forgiveness, and even if she does forgive you. You wouldn't potentially then absolve yourself. You'd yeah. probably it'd probably be the first thing you think about when you wake up, and the last thing you think about before you go to sleep. Like, yeah. you know, that's why things like that they they destroy so many lives. Like one person died, and so many lives are just fractured and destroyed by that. And that's what I was thinking to bring it back to what you were talking about. Not not like murder or anything like that. I've always thought this about on reality TV. It's, it's like it must be so weird for the family of the people who's in it to go, you just think about that one person going in and maybe having like a good or a bad time on reality television, the amount of lives that actually affects, the amount of people who didn't know about that, because there's me watching this person on Love Island who I then have an opinion about, but I don't know her at all, I'm just seeing what ITV2 wants me to see. And we're, we're hold all, an opinion. We're all in a field where, best case scenario, we get really famous. And then do you not think about the effect that's gonna have on your loved ones? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's a bizarre, bizarre thing. You know, you, you talk about Darcy a lot. There's gonna be you get famous. There's gonna be people like feel like they know her. It might be messaging yeah, her. Yeah, she like doesn't that. like that. She doesn't like that at really? all. Really? No, she doesn't like that at all. Some people like really just have no desire to be famous. Yeah. <laughs> and also, she kind of sees and the other effects of what I go through with it. Like, you know, it. It, it, of course it bothers her that like I'm so accessible on Instagram that uh, there's this fucking app where people are semi-nude after time like and they're able to go hey I enjoyed your show tonight and stuff and like giving her the confidence that I, I don't want fucking anything to do with these people like there's all of that sort of stuff on it as well and, and we're so young you know we already so young but we've already probably said a lot about our lives and yeah. you've got to give more and more especially in social media you, you're expected to give more people want to know you yeah. want to know you I'm still not comfortable mm. with that because I, I don't know myself, you know what I mean? But it's a weird thing. I was at first, but I'm not so much anymore after, after yeah, after just sort of, I I, I don't, I just kind of want to, like last night when I went and did a gig, I, I literally went in, walked the minute I was off stage, I just went back to where I was and just wanted to sit with Darcy. Like I didn't want to fucking 
be at a gig mm. and like that's what i'm saying this frontal cortex thing and the mentality of it all starts changing where you just value different things and you know before it's like oh i love having a beer after a show and chat. my favorite thing you know i love sitting in the green room talking shit with comics or even that now i'm like unless i know him like unless i'm on a real level how do you think you would deal with like fame like decent level of fame I'd like it to be drip fed to me. I wouldn't like to become overnight famous. That's why I think reality TV is so dangerous. Mm. You've really got to want to be famous to go on something like yeah. that. People are broadcasting themselves before they even know themselves because like your personality is like your social currency. It's your worth. Yes. On like, social media, that's what you're selling. You're, you are your own brand, especially as a comedian. Mm. Mm. And it's so fucked up. Like all the... Uh, like especially when I when I was at school, people were like 15, 16. They all wanted to be on Love Island. Like everyone in my school wanted to be on Love Island, and like naked attraction and stuff like that. Insane, man. Good fuck. Yeah, and that, and now because of things like TikTok, the idea of fame is so much more accessible. It's so much easier to get. It's, it's having quite, you know, you see those videos of those pranksters on the street or people doing interviews on the street. These people, are, it, what bothers me is the lack of talent. Is yeah. it used to take? They used to. There was a reason to becoming famous. You had something. That, yeah, some people think you're not good. Some people think you are good. But there was a level of you have to earn it. You have to if you want to be known and get like the fame, the fortune, all of those things that supposedly come with something. It took a level of work and graft. And now that's not always existed. That, to, that there's always anomalies and stuff. But now it's easier than ever to become well known. And I don't think that that's a good thing necessarily. Well, do you not think like the ability to uh, canvas a lot of uh, followers, uh, if they're that's if they're real, you know. Mm. But if you that is not in itself a talent. Maybe it is, but like there's the things that I find with it, and I, I, I'm getting used to this with social media as it's uh, like I was getting like I swear to God, there's this fucking bird in my DMs who this week not DMs, my mentions, sorry, on uh, on Twitter. Uh, might as well be my DMs because it's just like non-fucking-stop where it's just like, why I suck as a comedian. And I swear it's about 180 tweets. Well, I saw a few of those. Yeah, it's and very it's, articulate. It's, it's very articulate, <laughs> but it's very demented. Yeah. It's, really? It, yeah, man, it's some of the most- So weird. She got time on her hands. Bro. She's got references. Yeah. I literally, a dissertation on why I suck. And- so I'm there. At first, I'm like, kind of like, ha haring it as I do these things. And I've just learned you just got to ignore it these last few days. Like, you, it, when people go on social media now and they kind of go, like, oh my God, I'm receiving all this abuse. I'm like, you just need to fucking turn off from it. Or like, still be on the phone, but just scroll past it. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to block them. I feel like blocking, uh, a bit of me is like, oh, blocking them. I, I, I'm, you I can mute them. Yeah, I'm gonna. Ha I forgot about that. I need to do that. Because yeah, I should block them. Actually, I'm gonna do that after this. But <coughs> it's all like Graham Linehan fans and stuff like that. Really? Yeah, man. And you know, that's like another part of going like, hey, you want to become famous, or you on the path to being well known, or if you want to become famous, I'd rather it be drip fed. So you at first are like, oh, I've dealt with abuse before. I know what this is like. Mm. Rather, suddenly you're fucking new to it. And it would be more, especially if you're on Love or something, people could go on your DMs and just be like, here's why you're a cunt. Yeah. Or men, if you're a woman, can just send you fucking pictures of them jerking off. Mm. Like, that's not good. Yeah. And, like, uh, even with the hate comments, you could ignore a lot, but they just always might, on a bad day, there always might be something that gets you. 
Do you know what I mean? So You've know. received any online abuse? Not really. Sometimes I'll, like... I mean, the worst I got was, was the guy... I, I did his show, and he was like, isn't that that guy who killed Lee Rigby? Because we have the, I have the same name. Yeah. I have the same name as the guy. <laughs> well, he was called Michael Adabawale or something. So he's like... I posted my Jonathan Ross clip and we were like, oh, you killed Lee Rigby. I was like, no, so that's... That's <laughs> <laughs> actually... Fact check thing on Twitter <laughs> came up. <laughs> no, sir, I'm not... That's not I can nah. see where you're mistaken. <laughs> yeah. But no. Why would he be on Jonathan Ross? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But uh, uh, next week, we got, <laughs> we got John Cena, self-esteem, and Lee Rigby murderer. Join us. Graham Norton's there like, damn, how they get <laughs> <laughs> yeah, down, man? No, no, but uh, like, yeah, if I anyf- get anything I don't like, I just, uh, just, yeah, just block it, man. Yeah. yeah. That, uh, uh, yeah, it's such a bizarre world, especially like, I've kind of opened myself up for like the fucking, I don't know why it's debated every week, the trans issues and that. Since I love your rebrand as the trans right activist. Because it's so, there's a fucking issue every week and I write a routine about it that's taking the piss off both sides. Yeah. I always try. I, let me make this clear on this podcast. I do not give a fuck what your pronouns are. Mm. I'm going to fuck them up. Mm. I'm very sorry. I don't care about your issue. Yeah. Do not conflate me not caring about your issue as I hate your issue. Mm. I don't care. You're trans, wonderful. Be trans. You want to be non-binary, wonderful. Be non-binary. Did I accidentally call Sam Smith a he on stage? Mm. I don't care. Like, I don't care enough about that issue yeah. to, to change my lexicon. I'm sorry. That's the way it is, mm. right? But I will... I want you to be able to be the human being you want to be, and I want you to find happiness. Yeah, That's what I think. And I never want to stand in the way of another person's happiness. The same way, TERFs, I do not give a fuck either. Like, I don't care. I do not care about... They're, they're going to come into women's changing rooms. All right? What do you want me to do? <laughs> like, I don't want... What am I here for? I'm just God, Amelia. Yeah, God. yeah, but like... I'm just... What are you want about? I'm just trying to... Find, I can't... Bro, I, I thought I want to just buy Dr. Pepper from Sainsbury's. That's yeah. what I want to do today. I don't want to be involved in this That's argument. That's my whole plan. That's my plan. I'm not involved in these arguments. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't care. And then, and then you, you get dragged into it. And it's like, I just want to attack both sides because I think they're both silly. I don't think being trans is a silly issue. Mm. I don't think it is. I think it's a legitimate thing that people should probably... I, I want you to get the operations on the NHS. I think you should. I don't. I don't have any issue with any of that stuff. I mm. think I'm all for it, but it's it's. Why are you being talked about it every week? Yeah, it's just become like the new topic that people are just obsessed with, and yeah, I don't know. Man. So, like people saying Sam Smith is a Satan worshiper, and at first I thought they were mental, but I'm now thinking, do you know what? He might be a Satan. He, he wants the attention so much. I like. He might raise Cthulhu. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know who Cthulhu is. I like that, that first album, I was a big fan of that album. Good vocals, you know, it has a lot of tassels and. But it's like he's seen what worked for, li- for Little Nas X. Yeah. And Little Nas, there's so much more of an angle with it. Yeah. It's more original, and also he's a rapper. Like it's different. It's a different, like just culturally, that's different. Yeah. Okay. So there is those, angles. and I feel like he's seen that, and he's going like, and now I'm. Sam Smith went away for a, a long time. So probably just like been away for five years. You need to rebrand. Yeah, it's uh, you know you got 
you got a good voice. Just do the vocals. I oh, know, Matt. I just find it all. But every week, it's like then people come up going, this is so brave and great. And other people are like, who's indoctrinating our kids? And it's like, Matt, there's people using fucking food banks. Yeah. Oh, right. For this to be your main argument, for this to dominate your life, you're pretty privileged. Mm. I am as well. Like, I care. Why? We'll get to your issue. Can we deal with the fact that there's a government who don't seem to give a fuck about anyone? Mm. And that there's people starving and people freezing in our country. I mean, people like being distracted, though. Do you know what I mean? That's that's what they use it for. You know, it's just a, it's, it's a, it's a talking point of the week. But or do, the you, day even. do you guys think it is a distraction issue? Like, I feel like it is every week. All of these things are used as a distraction issue. I mean, yeah, I mean, but I don't know. I always try and, like, think human beings have the capacity to focus on more than one issue. So sometimes you wonder, like, how much of the regular everyday public give a fuck and how much is it just are oh, we go on twitter and we see it and we think this is the dominating thing i think the majority of the general public don't give a fuck but i think there's such a side of uh I think in our world that we exist online largely mm. it seems like a bigger issue you know as comedians we in, yeah we're always paying attention to pop culture well. and topics comedy is such a talks about yeah as well yes but that's <clears throat> why i think it i know with myself congratulatory but i think it takes more people to come out and go I do not give a fuck about this issue mm. to give to go to people. No, it's okay because I know the majority of people don't give a fuck. Mm. I know the majority of people don't care about this issue and they've got shit going on in their lives. And one side and of the debate, the turfs can't understand why they don't care that things are happening in bar. I don't really give a shit. And the other side can't comprehend why I don't care what pronouns are. And it's like, yeah, good, good for you. I need to get the fucking train or go somewhere yeah. so that I haven't. I'm not dealing with I this. Think the best way to not give a fuck is to prove it. Just, you know, mm. I'd, I'd prefer to just, I let that conversation happen over. I tweet, my tweets are not, don't make any sense, I guess, in terms of, like if my Twitter was like what was left of society, I don't think you would really get a good idea of what's going on in society. Because yeah, maybe, like, maybe go, you're I'll right. i there and just tweet about my kettle and shit. Yeah. I might be too far down the rabbit hole a little bit. Yeah, so sometimes you gotta take a step back and be like, all right, do you know what I mean? Uh, let me show that I don't care by not caring. But I do try to write topical. Yeah. And uh, the news is dominated a lot. Like this week, it's like Hogwarts Legacy. Is mm -hmm. that transphobic? Sam Smith. Is this another LGBT issue? And Satan worshipping. And I think you yeah. you got to just, like you say, you write topical. You know what yeah. I mean? Do your thing and then just let it, let the conversation happen underneath. But don't, yeah, don't right. even... I that's my next stage of growth as a person, I think, is like learning how to just let that shit. Don't even troll, don't even do, just like, yeah, let it happen yeah, yeah. and. I'm done with the trolling. Yeah. Like, and also like, you realize these people were so fucking demented mm. that they're properly insane. Mm. Uh, that you kind of go, oh, this is just, yeah. If I get caught into this argument, it's not real. Drop the art, leave the art, uh, yeah. let, let the conversation happen. I'm gonna leave the trans people, the trans issue alone for a little bit, I think. Because I've been doing jokes about it and I've just invited this wave of thing onto myself that mm. I never really foresaw coming. Mm. And I just think every everyone involved in it seems a bit fucking loopy. Yeah. Like, it just all, like, I'm, not, I'm just saying, like, the subject matter around it, everyone involved in it seems mental, man. 100%. I think, you know, you can get, I don't know, stuck in that, that Twitter thing for so long and then you, yeah. you, life happens around you. Yeah, and you just kind of miss it. Mm. You know, yeah. Talking That's about the Brits, though. Yeah. Harry Styles, man. You know, your 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 nemesis. 
What did he Why do? is he my nemesis? He's talking about Harry Styles in the skirt. <laughs> and, 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 and the modern man. Ellie's yeah. just like, didn't match his eyes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's, uh, he, he cleaned up, man, at the Brits and the Grammys, man. Did he? Is this the new... What was he doing? No, he just, like, he didn't clean up, like, he oh, won. No. <laughs> Did you <laughs> think they hired him as the janitor? <laughs> Guys, take your rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, like, what, was he wearing something? or what? Was no, he no, he just, like, won all the awards, oh, man. Oh, it's Harry God. Styles' world, and we're just living it, bro. He I won know. best R and B at like the Brits, which oh, is oh, uh, that's that's a big week. H H won best hip hop, so it's a bad day. It's a big, big week. We are for a cursed white. people. Uh, <laughs> 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 <it's> like, <laughs> this is a big, big week for Whitey. Yeah, man. Yeah. Oh well, 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 well. You ever listen to his music though? Who Harry Styles? Yeah. No. Describe as R and B. Ah, like he's, got, he's got quite pop music. It's pop music. Yeah. You probably heard it on the radio as it was, mm. and then a watermelon sugar. He's got some good tunes. Oh, watermelon sugar. That's him. Yeah, that's him. Yeah. Oh, I'm not really a fan of that song. It's got, it's got, you don't know. You don't like it. No, it's a bit. I'm. I'm not got amazing music. It's very H and M. Yes, like, it is very H and M. It's very Love Island. Mm. It is very Love Island. Yeah, but he uh, he cleaned up big man. Um, I don't know why. Thought it'd be a good segue. Yeah, no, it was. Uh, I was enjoying it. I was. Did you pay attention to the Brits a lot? I bet you were gutted. You're not invited. I was. I wasn't invited. Uh, uh, what, what? What would you? I don't know what I would do. What would I? Would you offer to the music industry in any way? I don't know. You're just sat there hoping Jay Z is gonna turn up. So <laughs> 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 you can harass him. <laughs> what? What celebrity though would you be like? Oh my goodness, it's them. Is there any celebrity you'd be like? Oh, kind of starstruck. Oh yeah. Oh god yeah. The Michael Adewale, the other. <laughs> 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 you promised to meet him. Adewale. Adewale, I would. No, the Lee Rigby killer, you would. Yeah, I, well, I think, you'd, I think you'd be a little bit, you know. You'd be shaking. Oh, there he is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. Oh, who would I. It would change. Probably well, football for you, no? I think Messi. Yeah? Not Alan Pod. Messi. <laughs> Israel Adesanya. Oh, really? Israel Adesanya, yeah. You'd be like, oh, shit. Yeah, because he's a nerd. Yeah. It's like he's one of, he's like a kickboxer who's a nerd. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, I would love, to, I'd, like him, I would like, he's the one I'd be like, I hope we come friends. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. What about you? I don't know. I was thinking about all my comedy idols, but I don't know if I'd be a starstruck. Like Andy Sandberg. Really? Yeah. Donald Glover, big fan of Donald Glover. Yeah. Music and stuff. But now I think, I don't know if I'd be as starstruck by them. My mind never went to comedians for some reason. Yeah, but I think it, it weirdly it starts happening in an odd way. Yeah. And then you it comes quite... It, it's weird when you, you, you meet one of your idols at a gig and you think you're going to get on and then you, you're just it's in a green room with them yeah. and they're just staring at their phone. I remember when I first yeah. met Ricky Gervais. Got, oh, yeah. It was a bit like, oh, shit, this is, this is Ricky Gervais. Mm. And, like, just yeah. talking to him. It, it was weird at first. Yeah. I mean, he was like... Is there any oranges in your green room? Because we haven't got any oranges in. Oh, any... No, do you know what I mean? Oh, like, you know, when they're like, it's not oh, really banal. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just really banal. Like, and they're like, all oh, right, yeah, have you got have you got a fan in there? Yeah, yeah. Fan. yeah. <laughs> just ordinary. And it's just like, it's like, you know, Parking you... was a nightmare, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, imagine you met Jay Z and he was just like, oh, fucking hell, man. I was just hoovering today. <laughs> you know, like, you'd be like, yeah. like oh, why is imagining you hoovering, bothering? I like, wonder what celebrity would just, like, they genuinely would be what, like, they lived up to in terms of being a complete alien. 
of a person. Oh. What, like, they would fit their persona? Yeah, just feel like, oh, you don't do ordinary stuff, do you? Steve-o. Steve-o. Joey Diaz, I reckon, would be very... Out, out exactly like, what you think This is be, not yeah. an ordinary interaction yeah. with a human being, sort of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I've heard Johnny Vegas is exactly like... Really? Is he really? Johnny Vegas is absolutely like what you think he's going to be like. Uh, but in a great way. Yeah. Um, yeah, people like that would definitely... Yeah, I, I reckon... Yeah, Johnny Vegas would 100% be like a great yeah. person to... I reckon Michael Jackson would be weirder. I think Michael Jackson was the one person where like, I would just, like if I was at that concert in like the 80s, I'd be in with the hysteria. Like, oh! Really? Just because like everyone else is doing it. You just be like... You just join in with... And then, you ever seen on videos out. where he like comes out on stage and he's just standing there for yeah. five minutes and he didn't say a word and it was like... Dude, that guy, like, that. do you reckon that star, that is star power. Level, man. Yeah. Different who, level. Who is close to Michael Jackson? Nah. Where, like, every corner of the world, they go crazy. Nah, it's... it's, it's Beyonce? It, it, no, Beyonce, but also Jackson did it from a child. From, like, he's, he's, like, the, he's one of the few people who were a child star who maintained it until the day they died. It's a bit like legend stages <clears throat> where it's like you did yeah. something that maybe like, if I saw like Paul McCartney, that would be mad. Because like yeah, he's a Paul Beatle. McCartney's he's a, a Beatle. Paul yeah. McCartney's a big one. Yeah. Paul McCartney's sure, like, a big never, one. Probably because I've never been alive when the Beatles have been a thing. So he's like so before mm. my time. He's, he seems like, like a piece of history. Yeah. Someone who's before your time would be... George Bush. George Bush. I saw George Bush. I'd be like, shit, it's George Bush. <laughs> That is that is the yeah. reaction you'd probably have, I yeah. Know, but I imagine you like seeing him stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'd be weird. It'd be weird. I've always found like, imagine you met Nick Clegg. I bet he's actually quite a decent bloke. Yeah. Do you know what? Like, you ever see that Diary of the CEO podcast? Yeah. Matt Hancock went on there, and you're like, oh, you are, you're not dumb. Do you know what I mean? You, your world. His whole comeback's been calculated, man. I know, I know his PR. There's people at the PR company that he hired to post the TikToks while he was on I'm a Celebrity. Yeah. You know his book sold fuck all as well. Is it really? But really? literally, I think less than ten thousand. Why the fuck? Were you, why would you want to read about his yeah. inner mind? You know. Yeah, yeah. I've, He's only given like ten percent to the NHS. Yeah, I know. He's a lunatic. But also, he um. He, that book's written about lockdown and nobody likes to think about lockdown now. Mm. It would be more interesting to read that book in 20 years' time mm. than it would be a couple of years after this thing we've all moved on from. Yeah. Like, we, we don't talk about lockdown. Yeah. It's done. Yeah. You know. We've got to wrap up in a little bit. But Valentine's Day's tomorrow. Is it? Shit. Elliot's <laughs> <laughs> it, doing an open mic. <laughs> oh, my doing God. Doing gold as well. Doing <laughs> <laughs> tried and tested. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm just seeing. I'm just getting a load of new abuse uh, of bi trans people. Oh, they uh, don't like you. Oh, you. None of them like you. <laughs> fucking uh, Valentine's Day, man. Is that a big deal? You got someone? It's not, but it fucking will be. Like, yeah. yeah like, the societal pressure makes it like you. Feel oh, like that's why when I was like yesterday, I was like, oh, I'll see you Tuesday, and she was like, yeah, and I was like. Oh yeah, we're yeah. the same. <laughs> <laughs> I was just, fuck, that's why. That's funny. You know the plans? No, fuck. I've got to think of something. The the move is to go out on the day after Valentine's Day. Is that it? That's the move. That's the move. That's the is move. that you just made it up now? No, because like Valentine's Day. That's what he says after. No, you just go look, 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 look. <laughs> things things are going to be overpriced. They're going to be booked. We're not going to have a, go, a good time. Why not just take you out on Wednesday? And we'll just go somewhere. No, so after you have I, plans, I took us. Took, I took us to see the whale last night. The whale. Yeah. About the morbidly obese man. Yeah. Uh, that was romantic. Well, it was a nice gesture to take it to a Yeah. Because it's fucking expensive. 
That 19 quid a ticket. Good movie? Yeah. Very good movie. Very. It's Brandon good. Fraser will win that Oscar, and if he doesn't, it's a travesty. I do not feel like... I always find it weird when they put an actor in a fat suit. Just, like, get a fat person, man. No, he but he's more... For that role, yeah, gained a lot of weight. It's all he's, CGI. They don't... Yeah. Uh, he doesn't put him in a fat suit. It's all CGI. Uh, he's morbidly obese in the film, like, to a different degree. It's, it's a wonderful morbidly film. Morbidly obese actors. Like, yeah. morbidly obese actors. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Well, you can't have, like, a genuine fat actor just sat around. Yeah. Like, being the level of fat he got to in that isn't like De Niro putting on the weight for Raging Bull. Which so... Is it his performance is all in the face then because he's not moving. It's in everything. It's just a fantastic. <coughs> it's a person playing a very obviously vulnerable, intelligent human being with a lot of demons, but plays it so much that you like them. Mm. Like so likable and they're, they're nice and they're good deep down and they're just, you know, they've had a lot of tragedy in their life. It's a compli- It's a film about a lot of people and it's compli- everyone in it is complicated. So it's not just is this person good bad it's about a bunch of complex people in a very complex situation and them trying to do what's best i like, and that, I like, I like brendan fraser man i like his journey man it's yeah. mad it's george in the jungle though yeah he used to be a heartthrob but he yeah. was out of like hollywood he was like blacklisted for 10 years he got me too didn't somebody it? grabbed his balls in it yeah he got the the blame yeah he got he got he got fucked over man, the poor guy. Him, man. But i think the guy from elvis they say he might win I've not, my dad said that's very good. Yeah. That's very good. Elvis, if I saw Elvis, I'd be like, fuck. Wow. Elvis is, yeah, he's yeah. Su- he's the original superstar. He's like the first ultimate famous person. Yeah. He stole bare shit from black people. Oh, no, he but didn't. he did. No. He, he grew did. up around black people. He grew up in these areas. He was, he was spying on his culture. He was spying, spying on <laughs> He was part of these cultures. I think he did still songs though, didn't he? he did, would, no, the Colonel. Lot, most of his songs are covers. Yeah, the Colonel. The Colonel had him do that. But no, you can't just go. This is the KFC. What are we is, talking about? The Colonel. Is, what the, the, the Colonel was his manager. Oh. And that's why he never performed the outside KFC of America. Clone. No, no, no. I've not watched the movie. No, the Colonel's his manager. Okay. And like Elvis, Bill Burrows a bit about it, about he fell into every pitfall of fame. And it's true. He got into drugs, gambling, drinking, all that. He also had a manager who fucked him. Like he was just what? Whoa. No, no, no control. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, he yeah. was like the original that music industry, yeah, yeah. the music industry based there, fucking people. Yeah, over what model he, yeah. on what yeah, happened. Yeah. This guy did with Elvis. Yeah, I mean, did he ever show people, appreciation? Black people, to like, yo, shout out. Yeah, yeah, stop at the end then. of the song, like, shout out to I don't no, know, Fat Joe Slim or whatever. No, oh, well, no. Stop, stop doing that. Has he ever why, done an interview? Stop, why is it that when whenever white people do anything? But can it's you because find we, an interview of ways like, do you know what? I got a lot of this from this person. Well, I'm sure if he did a lot of podcasting back then, he wouldn't. <laughs> but hey, that wasn't a thing. His, his when job he was on was Johnny Carson, he was, his job was to go out there, sing the song, and get the fuck off stage. That was his job. He wasn't. And was all no... I'm pointing out is that a lot of that stuff was being done in the black community. Yeah, it's like, but he grew up. He was part of that. He Justin Timberlake. In... That's the same model. I've read, I saw an interview with Timberland. He's like, I had all these great songs. I knew I needed a white person to make him big. So I'm just saying that's just that's just okay. how it works. Well, what? Okay, right, then. But what about Eminem? Was Eminem? Uh... Eminem was highly talented. Uh, yeah, because uh, yeah, this is this is always the <laughs> black people don't yeah. want to admit <laughs> that Eminem, Eminem is the best. Is extremely talented. <laughs> but it's, it's the great rate. It's the great equalizer. <laughs> his numbers. <laughs> those subject topics should not be accessible to make him as big as he has been. And partly it's because he's white. Yes, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Eminem's success. A lot of it was down to being white. You can't be black yeah. talking about killing your mum. No, no. That that's true, but 
Uh, I would say with Eminem, he also came with a degree of self-awareness. Yeah. Like he came in and was like, you know, he's the line, I'm the best thing since Elvis Presley to do black music. So selfish. To make myself wealthy. wealthy. Yeah, that's a fucking that's great. Model. That's a great line. That's all I'm pointing out. Okay. That's but I think, I think when people go, Elvis was a thief, it is like a thief for community. I think it's an oversimplification on a subject oh, yeah. where... He it, he was a, like a poor white person as well, you know. And of course, like all that, I don't know where he's from, but I guess like El, like well, he's from Elvis, isn't he? But like all down the Mississippi Delta and all of those places. Of course, all of that music and heritage and culture comes from the fact that you had you know the Emancipation Proclamation, and then black people got fucked over with everything that has ever happened in the United States of America, mm -hmm. and that created a level of suffering for them, where they then created art and great art, and you get the blues movement and the jazz movement, and you get all of these things. The same with like. Motown in Detroit, you get all of these things and that then comes culture and then other people are invested in what this new cool thing is. But there is a thing of course within America that then I would say is true is a white person then takes it and it suddenly comes like, wow, look at this cool thing this white person's doing. But I don't know if that's necessarily the white person has stolen it or grown up around it. Is it then their fault that they then come a beneficiary of the racism that exists. They've just been doing the thing like everyone else has and they then come, you know. I, my whole thing is like, as, as, as long as you're showing your sources to a certain extent, do you know what I mean? As long as you're mm -hmm. giving, giving sort of credit, like, like, like the music was made for everybody. Mm. I just think the fact that the person profiting off the most is, is somebody who's basically just copy and pasted it. But I'm, I mean, not not to say that Elvis didn't bring his it's own the, swag. It's not the artist that profits the most; it's the music industry. Yeah, the ah, yeah. The that in itself is a vulture. And that's why the labels want to cover that up. They don't want to probably expose like where they got the inspiration from, because you want it, the artist needs to exist independently mm. be as a brand, as an image. Yeah, and that, that that's where it gets like it gets murky. That happens across the board. You look at Suge Knight. Like yeah. he would like there is no one being fucking worse yeah. for people in the music industry. Yeah, yeah, if he hung vanilla ice out of a window, he did his part. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, his part man. yeah, so I think you know they, to go like Elvis stole that music and that and it's it's, 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 it's very simplistic, just sort of uh, soundbite. Yeah, to say and I know it's more complex and, than that. And I think it like comes from an anger of a thing that yeah, that like white people suddenly came invested in the music when a white person did it mm. but then there's also like you know people come suddenly invested in a footballer when they move to the Premier League and they're from another you know you think about Mo Salah to Egypt uh, you know him playing him uh, coming the star that he has in mm -hmm. the Premier League then means so much to that group of people does that then mean he's stealing the culture of football you know you could argue from that side now I'm not, I'm not saying there's like any of the same history or rhetoric mm -hmm. within that but it's just it's just an interesting subject I think it is White, white people to, did fuck over. Yeah. Let's not. Let's let's stay very clear. Like it is not. I am not arguing that it has been a level playing field. Yeah. And Elvis suddenly could just do it. He it it absolutely was. You know. But you like uh, okay. We got to go in a set. Yeah. But even like the Beatles, man. They always experiment with different tunes. But you always felt like okay. You could argue they had more autonomy over their career. I always felt like they were giving credit yeah. to their influences. They were their influences on their sleeve. Right, yeah. exactly. They would go over to the Maharashi 
over in uh, India and be like, yo, we got this from this guy. This isn't just us. This is, we are showing you where we got our influences from. Yeah, but uh, Elvis was run by the colonel who was, uh, you know, he was run by a guy who probably was a fucking racist mm. and was not nasty. But then to then put all of that yourself on Elvis, who was just a kid mm. who suddenly came mega famous and then thought he'd beat Muhammad Ali in a karate fight if it ever happened because he was a while well, he was a beat. He was just he was the first person who did got that level. Who got that level of fame. That, fame that didn't exist. Mm. He discovered that, mm. or someone pushed him there. He got that. It's a fascinating character, and it fucking killed him. Mm. You know? Yeah, not even in a cool way. Yeah, on the toilet. On the toilet. Damn. Well, on that, we gotta we gotta wrap up. I need to pee. I need to piss so badly. So badly. Thank you. One year of B Tech. Come see us live. We're going to a Ricky Gervais show uh, <laughs> <laughs> in July. Uh, <laughs> I'm speaking into existence, man. We're gonna make it happen. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, I've well, got okay. I've got something to promote. I've got I'm doing uh, Leicester Festival in the Big Difference uh, room on Sunday. Uh, so. Sunday, this Sunday. Yeah. So this will come out on Thursday. If you know anyone in Leicester, you live in Leicester, come come see the show, man. It'll be ready. Uh, I will be next week uh, on the 23rd of Feb. I will be at Vault Fest and then March 9th for the Pleasant Islington. I'm adding Brighton dates and a date in Cambridge. Thank you to everyone that came to the Leicester show last week. Sold really well. And it was a fucking great show. The show's in great shape. So I'd love all of you to come see it. It's going to be a, it's gonna be really good by the time. It's already really good. It's going to be amazing by the time it hits Edinburgh. And shout out to the Patreon. Oh yeah, I'm uh, I'm a backyard comedy on the 28th of Feb, so in a couple of weeks if anyone's around, go show and, uh, Lucas some love. Yeah, I'm really excited for that yeah, one. It's my man. first spot backyard. Wicked. And honestly, man, thank you guys for listening for uh, this this whole year and um, first time listener year long listener. We we appreciate you all and hopefully many more to come, man. Uh, this has been B Tech Philosophers. Catch you soon.